0: Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast, and I forgot to move the volume down so that you could hear me.
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm hi, I'm Will, and thanks uh, for your introduction. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, technically, I did just tell you to do the introduction, and uh, I didn't hear anything, so I just started talking. <laughs> I thought Welcome. you meant you wanted me to talk after the introduction. Sure. Yeah, we can we can run with that. I'm me, that's him, and uh, I guess if you're new to the, the show, I'm Travis. And, and I'm Will. And and he's Will. So, <laughs> uh, hopefully, you're not new to the show. Uh, hopefully, you've listened to a few episodes uh, prior to this one, but, uh, yeah. How about you talk about those episodes?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, let's go through all of them here. No. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the last episode we talked about was about serving, and just... Uh, Just do it was the tagline that you stole from Nike and that we are called to serve people because God loves people and we love God, so we do what God does and he serves and loves people. However. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know if I like where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we say things like in the last podcast, I think you said, we're not yelling at you or something like that, but we kind of are, <laughs> and that may have angered some people, um, telling them they're lazy. Maybe you didn't even say that. I don't. I maybe don't, I was I'm, just thinking it. Yeah, I was just saying maybe <laughs> about myself. And sure, others. sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> uh, but you know, honestly, though, um, if if you are angry about what we just said uh email us and tell us what you think at thegatheringformen at gmail.com and uh, travel we, probably read it I'd, I'd love to read it <laughs> and uh, get back with you and yeah we'd love to uh, get some feedback from you guys and and uh, and kind of incorporate that into the show so
1: yeah, so today's podcast though, we do in fact want to address anger um, <clears throat> Mark Driscoll once said that everyone has an argumentative inner lawyer seated on the throne of their hearts. And that is so true in my life at times that, you know, sometimes it's a a text here, an email. Maybe it's a social media post or comment. Maybe it's a conversation that you have, you know, but that once you have a chance to cool down, you wish, uh, I wish I'd go back time and take that back or, Erase that post. And sometimes you can erase the post still. (laughs) But sometimes people have seen it already.
0: I do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably say well over 50% of the, and and I'm not even on Facebook uh, very much at all. I still have my account. I only get on there usually for Marketplace. But um, anytime I see a memory pop up, I probably delete about 50% of them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, there you we go. <laughs> so Don't there. like that one. Now, what was that? That's thinking? called
1: sanctification. <laughs> You're realizing <laughs> these things were were wrong. Yes, you know. But uh, truly, <laughs> when I got when I was getting married, uh, someone told me that marriage is the most sanctifying thing you can do on on this earth, and. It didn't make sense to me until I got married, yeah. <laughs> and then you realize in that marriage that you are just a selfish person.
0: Well, I think <laughs> I think at first you realize that your spouse is a selfish person. <laughs> sure, right? maybe. Oh, come I, on. I think that might be the first place most <laughs> of us go. Uh, yep, sure. Yes, and and maybe even many times. Uh, some some of us never actually learn that we're self that we're the problem, <laughs> and maybe and maybe that's why uh, yeah you know uh, marriages struggle the way they do
1: um, yeah and then then for those who are married for those who aren't you'll understand if you get married then add kids into the mix oh boy here we go <laughs> hey, no, no, so I was talking to someone just an hour ago. Who, um, is about to have their first kid. And they were saying that it's not the kid's fault. We always blame the kids, right? It's, oh, right. things were fine until the kids came, until we had kids, until, and I'm guilty of saying that for That's, sure. It's 100% accurate. It's, <laughs> it's, it, well, <laughs> the kids are not the problem. The kids are showing you your problems yeah yeah john 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 piper put it this way he said (laughs) that's a tough one he said our life uh, is like a glass of of water now it must be i don't know what kind of water he drinks but he said all the sediment and stuff will settle to the bottom i use i drink filtered water i was gonna say
0: what kind of yeah what kind of water maybe maybe it wasn't
1: drinking water (laughs) all the sediment goes to the bottom that's our life we're going through life and then you get married. There's a bump to the glass. You have kids. There's a bump to the glass. You get saved. The Holy Spirit bumped to the glass. And now all of a sudden, your clear water is stirred up again. And the sediment is floating around. And that's what marriage does. Kids do. It, it shows us our heart. Because out of our mouth... Um, how, how does that first go? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. I'm just
0: really distracted and in trying to figure how you're linking this to anger. So. Well, well,
1: I'm telling you because- All right, I'm going to pay attention here. Because most anger, most outbursts of anger for the married guy or the one with kids, maybe it's just me, come in those places. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the kid- 100%. You know, it's the, the kid wakes up in the middle of the night and they wet the bed. And then they come in to your bed and they wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, is it a mistake? Or sometimes I think it's intentional. But, but little things like that, a crying kid, uh, they do something by mistake. And all of a sudden, instant outbursts of anger, it, whether whether it's external or internal, um, it's something you think or, or it just gets your emotion string. The, at least, you know, these can be uh, very, very, very
0: quick. Yeah. So I, last night, in fact, mm. I was, uh, my kids were kind of messing around in the living room. I got up from the living room and I walked over to the kitchen and I saw a plate and a cup and a wrapper. Like I just, yeah, things were setting there and they shouldn't be. And I instantly got upset and let my anger get the best of me and said, you know, why are you guys always leaving this stuff out? Blah, blah, blah. How many times do I got to tell you when you're done, just take your plate over to the sink, rinse it out and you know, blah, blah, blah. Going on like this and that and everything. And then as I'm walking back into the living room, uh, I realized that I had gotten up, left the living room and left my plate uh-huh. <laughs> in the living room. And I was like, Ugh. So, you grabbed it and took it it to the sink, yeah, yeah, it's exactly (laughs) what I did, actually. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, gosh darn it, (laughs) caught, yeah,
1: caught me. And even for the Christian, you know, our first response is usually that in the flesh, and then it takes a little while for the spirit to kick in, sure. Um, however, going into this uh podcast, Trev and I had discussed that we wanted to uh, maybe. Look at the book of James, read through it several times, and just kind of pick out some things that stand out to us. And this was certainly one for me because I need to work on it the most probably. (laughs) So it stood out to me that, you know, we need to be slow to anger. So James 1, 19 uh, and 20 say this. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And so, really quickly, you know, there's three categories here, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. And then he, he specifies right away that anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So let's let's just look at a couple quick verses, and certainly not exhaustive, um, God's anger. So we, we think of God's anger, and um, we know that God is holy and just and righteous. So if God is doing something, it's the correct thing to do. It's right. So God's anger is righteous. And so a, c- a couple verses, uh, Psalm 711 says that God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. Mark 3, 5 says, this is Jesus talking. He says, uh or talking about Jesus. And he looked around them with anger. Why? Grieved at their hardness of heart. And Exodus 34, six says the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. God is a God who is slow to anger. We see it throughout the old Testament. Um, as he's dealing with Israel, it takes a lot to push God, uh, Unlike me, my children can push and poke me a little bit and my patience is gone. (laughs) However, you know, us as guys, children in it's an incomparable difference too, because my son doing something that upsets me is nothing like uh, the sins that I commit against an, a holy God. Right. Um, so these, these are just like, a few quick things, quick verses that talk about God's anger. And, uh, Trav, you want to hit a couple on man's anger? Yeah, sure. So, um, man's anger, um,
0: you know, in, in, uh, in Ephesians 4, uh, we see uh, verse 26, be angry and do not sin. So, um, it can be acceptable to be, yeah. to be angry. <clears throat> um, but it usually causes us to uh to stumble in that <laughs> yeah. you know uh in uh, proverbs 29 we read a fool gives full vent to his anger but a wise person holds it in cheek um,
1: in check
0: check <laughs> cheaper's crime
1: which could be if you we keep, gotta start. If you, if you, we gotta start recording in the yeah. afternoon
0: before I'm. Uh, if
1: you keep before I'm too if tired. If you <laughs> keep it in cheek, it means you're holding your tongue, you're holding right? your tongue. Yeah.
0: That's and that's where yes. I was going okay. with you're, it. You're you're adding man the alive.
1: Now. Oh man,
0: it's it's. I'm not adding to it. I'm just uh, simply just explaining it, it in yeah. a way that under, is understandable. Yeah. <laughs> so Proverbs 22 verse 24. Make no friendship with a man given to anger. Um, in Ephesians six four, we see, "Do not provoke your children to anger." And in Timothy, first uh, Timothy two, we read, "I desire that in every place the man should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling."
1: Um, yeah, so, <clears throat> go so ahead. just uh, Ephesians six four that says, "Do not provoke your children to anger." I'm guilty of this far too often than I even want to admit because it's when they do something that pokes at my selfishness or takes something that I wanted or my time or you know I I just wanted to listen to this and you're being loud or something and then and then they get upset and I'll I'll purposely say something that isn't true like oh no you can't do this or you can't and and that is my anger coming out in a bad way well and you you Hit the nail on the head with
0: your selfishness, right? Yeah. So there, therein lies the differences between righteous anger, mm-hmm. um, godly anger, and uh, not righteous, yeah. unrighteous anger. Um, <clears throat> so if you if if you look close at people when they get angry, if you really know the people, um, know about their life, know about their their past um you can you can usually determine the root to the anger mm-hmm. and in most cases um the anger comes from fear, and the fear is usually rooted in selfishness right your your desires are not going to be met your sense of security yeah your uh your quote-unquote money, I'm going to say that because it's not our money, but um, it's it's rooted in selfishness because, you know, um, you, your child loses something valuable and you don't have um, the funds needed to replace it, right? You freak out you're angry with your kid, you're yelling, screaming because they weren't responsible to hold on to it. And you're also mad at yourself and you're, which makes you even more angry because you, (laughs) you gave them something valuable in the first place that they would be able to lose it. And what that boils down to is now you have this, you're, you're, you're fighting the fear or your reaction is in fear because now you've lost something valuable and you, Uh, you don't know how you're going to replace it because you might not have the funds for it. Right. Yeah. So that's just one example, but it usually always can be rooted back to selfishness, Mm -hmm. straight up selfishness. Um, Godly anger. We, we usually see when people are sinning against God. Yeah. Um, It's, it's an it's more of an offense based on um, unrighteousness, disrespect to His holiness. Right, that is where righteous anger comes from. Versus that that selfish, unrighteous, unholy anger.
1: And what I hear often, and I, it's true to a point, uh, is that. When I'm talking about anger with somebody and they'll go, the, the first thing, if you start talking about anger with somebody, a, a Christian per se, um, the first thing they say is, well, well, not all anger is bad. That's the first thing. They, they justify their sin by making a statement like that. Is it a true statement? Yes, it is a true statement. However, I guarantee if you looked at your anger, what you would call righteous anger i bet 90% of it is not right <laughs> and, and but but we but sin is deceitful and so it's righteous we anger because it.
0: my child sinned
1: yeah sure you yeah, know and right.
0: they disobeyed me yeah. well okay i'll give you that <laughs> but what did they disobey are you are you yeah. upset because they they disobeyed you and broke something uh or they disobeyed you and embarrassed you in front of your friends sure. or something like that it usually turns right back into it's all about me the selfishness like yeah. oh my gosh this yeah. is so embarrassing and now I'm gonna fly off the handle yeah. at my kid because um, they disobeyed but it's not about the disobeying it's about your uh, your fear of um you know, what people are going to think of you and, and your self-respect that you think you may deserve um, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, so it's, I, I, it's usually always can be tied back into uh, <laughs> that, that
1: selfishness. I, fear. I, I heard it said, um, <clears throat> when you get angry, do do this, ask God, does this make you angry? Right. There you go. If it doesn't make God angry, then you should not be angry, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that, that's the, is it righteous? Well, if it makes God mad, then yes, it's righteous.
0: Now I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm just going to ignore it because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes right. Well, because that's the other thing. I get
1: the other, I mean, I struggle with anger. I really the other do. righteous anger is because it's what I want. It's exactly what you're saying. It's sure. its the answer that I want to hear, which means I'm okay for being angry that they
0: blink. Yeah, and I mean it's it's just like any any other kind of sin, right? Selfishness. You can always <laughs> you can always manipulate it to sound justified. I'm not going to say you can always manipulate uh-huh. it to be justified because you can't. It's not justified. However, you can always manipulate it to sound justified. Oh, well, um I cheated on my spouse because I was not getting you know it, it I was not getting the sexual attention that I needed, and um you know it it's a commandment that she give that to me and she didn't and or he whatever and um and so you know I need to take care of myself, how can I take care of mm-hmm. others if I can't take care of myself and you know, it's, this is a physical need, blah, 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 blah. Try. Try to, you know. You're not gonna be able <laughs> to justify, justify it, it. But you you know, anything like that can be you can use words to try and attempt to to justify it. And you can do that with anything. Um so step one, you know, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. Like like man up recognize your sin. Look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And try to convince
1: yourself what you're trying to convince everybody else. Yeah, and a, a disclaimer as well. In those times where you know, the, anger is not a bad emotion. It can be a good emotion that that shows us when something is wrong. Um, if if uh, if a pastor told me that they never got angry, I would probably say they're not a good pastor <laughs> <laughs> because because God is angry about. Sin. God is angry when people don't give God the glory he deserves, and we should be as well. However, um, in those times of righteous anger, where maybe you feel it's righteous anger, let's say for a moment that it is. You have every right to be angry in this particular um, moment. How long do you think you can hold that righteous anger, before it turns to selfishness. <laughs> sure. and a, So you have to keep it in check that the longer it goes on, um, Ephesians 4.26, which you just read, you read, be angry and do not sin. The second part of that is do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil.
0: Your, no, no, your anger
1: needs to be shortened. You can't let it yeah, go and go and go and, let go, go and go and go and go.
0: And I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up right here, because I know so many people will be like, yeah, don't let the sun go down on your anger. You need to stay awake and talk about it all night. That's the worst. But if we're both that,
1: tired and going to bed when we have an argument.
0: That's the worst bit of marital it. advice yeah. ever, in my opinion. We're if already- you're tired and you got to stay up and try and talk about this argument, and then you got to get up and go to work in the morning, yeah. do you really think you're going to be walking around the next day happy? No. No go to bed, get some sleep. You'll probably wake up in a much better mood and you'll be able to talk rationally about it. So that's not where this verse is going. Uh, and I'm, I've heard many scholars support that theory. Um, yeah, it's basically saying, you know, you can't you can't prolong
1: yeah, those don't, situations. Don't let anger linger. That, I think that's the point of that verse. And so <clears throat> where are we now? Trial. Uh, point three. No, I, I know that. Oh. <laughs> you said, where are we? So I was just telling I, you. I just wanted to give a little recap. Okay. <laughs> uh, James one nineteen says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. We looked at how God's anger is righteous, man's anger, not righteous. Sinful. Um, and so... A couple quick things. I stole this from Mark Driscoll. Um, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Um, in James 1, verses 2 through 18, he's talking about trials, going through trials of various kinds, and how they're actually good for you. These trials can, but it's in the midst of these trials that uh, bad, this unrighteous anger can come up. And this trial could be. You're trying to do something, and your kid's being loud. Mm-hmm. This, you know, there, there are various kinds of trials. It doesn't always mean like it's some substantial. Someone just died. You're sick and gonna die. The world's on fire. Trials, they look different for everybody. And so, so here's the. There's a trial, and then there's something to trigger. Uh, that would be the kid being loud. The kid crying. Uh, you know, your computer crashing when, mm. when you're in the middle of something. Uh, you name it. There's trial trigger, which, in turn, causes an emotion. So, which would be righteous or unrighteous anger? Most likely unrighteous unrighteous (laughs) anger. So there's a trial trigger and emotion. Out of that emotion, comes actions, which would be what we say, what we do, our our words and our behaviors. And this is where externally people can see, wow, he's an angry man, or or this is the things that we wish we could take back. However, it's not even the action that's sinful. We can be sinful in the emotion, in how we think, and sure. internalize, and continue to mull it over and become mm-hmm. bitter towards someone and not forgive them for something, all because they didn't do anything wrong. They made a mistake, a human mistake, and but in our selfishness, in our sin, we made it their fault. And, and how many times...
0: Do they not even know that they've made a mistake? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I know that so many times, uh, even in my own life, but I've witnessed it so many times as well. Just, you know, people are angry with someone and that person doesn't even know yeah, right. that they're angry. They don't know why they're angry. They have no clue. It's kind of like that person that is driving in the passing lane. And they're so oblivious to the fact that they're driving in the passing lane. You can be angrily passing them in the driving Perfect. lane and looking over at them like, what are you doing driving? And they have no clue that because they're just, you know, they're just doing no, their own just thing, you know, whatever. Green. Yeah. Oh man, that's some good stuff, actually. <laughs> now you got that in my head, and I'm gonna have to throw that on the uh, the old Spotify. Uh, shout out to Spotify. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just shouting yeah, out to different right. things so that we can tag them. Yeah, right. get some flow going here with the old uh, click rates. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, when when I look at this, I just want to give like a, a little yeah, mini ahead. example yep. here. So uh, recently in work, they came out with um, some annual evaluation stuff. Um, I say came out with, it's a rather new company. We've grown quite rapidly and now we're looking at, uh, you know, kind of a need for, for Mm -hmm. that type of organization. And, uh, it's never really been a thing that we've done in the past. So, um, we were talking about that and I kind of got a little, um, like just kind of a sour taste, um, just for a couple reasons. Like, um, I like if I set a goal, right? Um, let's say uh, so. I work in sales, and let's say I set a goal for how many calls I'm going to make, or how much this, or whatever. Or I say, okay, my goal is going to be a certain. Uh, I'm I'm going to try to hit a certain dollar figure. Well, how do I hit that figure? Well, uh, in the past, this has been my dollar figure, and these have been my numbers. So, I if I I need to do these numbers. Um, you know, mathematically I need to do these numbers in order to hit that dollar figure. Right. So I set these goals. Well, these are not God's goals necessarily. Right. Yep. These are my selfish, ambitious goals. Sure. Not wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, however, kids get home at four o'clock. I'm struggling to meet my goals. Right. So, so the trial is that the, the trial goal is I meet. have this goal to meet. Okay. Um, the the trigger is the kids get home from school at 4 and they've been arguing all the way home so mom's <laughs> a little upset uh and they're loud and whatever and I can't make the calls and then things come up or whatever and the right way to handle these things would probably take a lot of time sure and i only have so much your time's finite right mm-hmm. so i have to step away from that trial, or I guess um, I have to reevaluate my trial, right? Yeah. because um, God is is allowing this hurdle to be there mm-hmm. in that moment. And so I could just fly off the hanger the, the how, how do you say that again? <laughs> fly off the handle uh, in unrighteous <laughs> anger. And just yell at my kids and explode and whatever, and send them to their room, and then come back and focus on work. Which there, there's definitely a time to do that, you yeah. know, especially if these uh, goals are being set by your employer, right? <laughs> um, so not, now you are you do have a requirement to meet those goals, right? So um, that that emotion's going to kick in because oh, and again, where's it coming from? Fear. Fear that I don't reach this goal, and if I don't reach this goal, then that's what I put on my evaluation. This was my goal, and now I'm not going to hit my goal, and if what I don't hit my think goal, about then, me. then my evaluation is going to come back subpar and blah, 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 and, yeah. and it's all selfish fear or fear derived out of selfishness, and
1: it's unrighteous. Um, yeah, so in any moment of anger, we, we can backtrack and go okay what was the trial the trigger the emotion and how did i respond right and and so i think we see this a lot also in the ministry in the church Mm. right and i think it's the lack of communication we you know uh instead of being slow to anger and quick to listen you know people say we, we got two ears and one mouth because we're supposed to do twice as much listening right um we need to gather the facts we can't just Someone says or does something, we, we can't just assume their intentions right. without knowing more, mm-hmm. without knowing their side of things, the other things that they've said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> uh, trial, trigger, emotion, and action. Real quickly, I just want to run through, uh, and when I say quickly, I mean real quickly, <laughs> I want to run through effects of anger. Um, so a- anger, if I'm an angry person... Uh, an angry man harms others. So, you know, we can, in our anger, we can create an anxious environment. People are afraid what to say. Um, and because they're afraid of your reaction, they're afraid to do something because they're afraid of what you're going to do. Um, being an angry person could put fear into your spouse, into your kids. Um, it can, uh, for those with daughters, if you're always an angry person, um, you're setting your daughter up to think that uh, it's okay to be in a relationship with someone who's domineering like that, who someone exactly. who's always angry yep. and belittling you, and vice versa. If you have a son, uh, you're teaching them that it's okay to act like that, that it's okay to be a bully. Um, you know, and, and then so... A what? Can you a, say that? A bully. A bully? B-O-W-L-Y. <laughs> bully. All right. A bully? A bull, Is it a bull, A bully? A bully? A bully? <laughs> uh, that was fun. In, in, in our relationships, we're do, always doing one of two things. You you got me with the cheek, uh, so I had to get you with something. <laughs> bully, <laughs> bullies. Uh,
0: in our is that, re- is that is that what they call the haircut? <laughs> you know, you put them, the, the bowl
1: cut. Oh, give him a bully. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, going to make him get bullied <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, in our relationships. We're always doing one of two things. We're either depositing into the relationship or we're withdrawing. What do you think unrighteous anger is doing? It's certainly withdrawing and it's withdrawing a whole lot more than you can deposit. So sometime if you continue to be an angry person, you're not going to have relationships. You're going to deplete them. And you know, this is where, um, <clears throat> this is where. Uh, oh man, we <laughs> I lost my chance. thought. I'll, I'll start back over. <laughs> it, it, it empties <laughs> your relationship. Let's go max, back to number right? one. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, but it may it forces you into isolation, loneliness. No one wants to be around you, which then in turn can go to male depression. Right, fifty uh, percent of uh, Christian counselors or Christian counselors say that fifty percent of people who come in with uh, counseling problems have problems with anger. It's probably more than 50%. This is this you know, like <laughs> imagine imagine non-Christians who don't have the Holy Spirit in them working these things out <laughs> to make them more like Christ. Sure. You know? uh, being angry or the, also or harms for the people you. who aren't coming into yeah, the Who are? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can handle it myself. <laughs> so not not only does being angry harm others around you and the way that you're leaving a legacy, the way that uh you're, you're withdrawing from those relationships, it hurts yourself. You know, when you're anger in, in your unrighteous anger, um, you're not enjoying the father's heart, which is righteous anger, which is compassion, which is love. You know, it, it kills the joy in your life. When, when you're, uh, in right, unrighteous anger, you're not expressing the character of Christ. And and what's that do in turn? It kills your witness. It kills your reputation. This happens so much in politics, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. I mean, so
0: many times we're so polarized with things that uh, we we get so angry again. All selfishness because yes. uh, You think you think God really cares about American politics? I mean, does it really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying there might not be something there, but uh, definitely not as much as as most of us people. But you're, you're cutting off half of your witness opportunities because of your polarized. uh,
1: By the things you say. Yeah, yeah. By how they come out, when they come out, and who they come out Mm to. You know, and, and one of the other things that, you know, anger manifested in our lives, not only is it spiritual and mental, but there can be physical ramifications, right? High blood pressure, heart issues, stomach issues, Mental issues. My own son. (laughs) Exactly. And and so this in turn, these medical issues that it causes can, now you have no energy. Now guess what? Now you're more irritable because you can't sleep. And 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 now you're angry even more. And guys, the number one
0: cause of erectile dysfunction is high blood pressure. So- Come on. Is this another shout out? This is not. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to. Shout out to Pfizer. No.
1: <laughs> no. And now we can tag him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so what, what all I'm saying is that there are very, very negative effects spiritually, relationally, and societally, kingdomly, uh, and physically when you allow yourself to stay. In unrighteous anger and just be an angry person. That that everything makes me angry. That would have been a great plug
0: for a uh, a sponsorship, though. You know, (laughs) that's (laughs) not the sponsorship (laughs) we want. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. It's uh, so now what? It's it's eight p.m. here as we're recording, (laughs) and that's uh, you know, I'm I'm about ready for bed. So,
1: (laughs) Uh, so so we've looked at. God has righteous anger. We do not have righteous anger. We looked at and in in our anger, we can always backtrack it to a trial, trigger, emotion, and then our reaction. There's very negative effects anger. So now what? What what do we do with this anger? Do we just okay? That's it. Give it to God. Do 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 you turn to? Do you turn to what? Drug, sex, money, rock and roll, right? <laughs> uh, Do you fill your your anger, your your depression, your loneliness <laughs> with something else? You know, I, I just heard this story. Um, someone has a bad day at work, and they come home. They're they're, they're angry, right? And so now they get in an argument with their wife. Now they're more angry. So now they go to separate rooms, and he goes to sleep. Now he wakes up with a hangover, right? an angry wife and he has to go back to work (laughs) like all because something at work made him angry and not in a righteous way. We have to stop this habit. This, this anger in men is rampant. It's in today's culture. we, We call it macho. And, and so,
0: so for those who don't know, I'm kind of a star Wars nerd, not a, not a super big one but uh i i always i'm I, looking at all the figurines on the wall <laughs> right now so i uh i i like to to look at it um from the point of you know the the whole metaphor of the you know the dark and the light right so so many people um it it takes less training to use um the dark side of the force and become greatly skilled, right? However, if you do t- use the light side of the force and you use it well, yeah, you can become more skilled <laughs> than those who use the dark side of the force, right? so and and i I see that so many times, like uh, football. I heard a football coach recently say, you know, you, you guys gotta get angry. You gotta learn to get angry and to and to channel that anger into the football field and whatever. And I, I remember being in football and and <laughs> you you get down the guy on the other side of the line is just like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, this is a game. I'm gonna <laughs> knock it on your butt. Like and and even in Tush. even in war, right? Like so many times um training to go overseas, there's these false teachings about um, your enemies, right? So that you can be angry and justify pulling the trigger when when needed. But you don't have to pull the trigger out of hate or anger towards your enemy. You can very easily understand that you're here to protect the people next to you. And if it requires you to, you know, pull the, t- uh, it, it sure. doesn't, it yeah. doesn't require unrighteous anger, um, but it's so taught in our society. And I'd love to know if it's taught in societies around the world too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I've been to oh, I'm sure it 16 is. different countries, but I couldn't quite tell you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that it's because it's so easy to use anger um, as a fuel source. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah. And, and so, uh, I mean, it's the anger of man. So yeah, I'm sure it's all around the world, but <laughs> So, so James does say, uh, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce righteousness of God. But he does not stop there. He continues. And so how do we do this? He says, therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. We'll stop there for a second. Put away all filthiness. So this has an the idea that you're literally taking off the the wickedness, the sin, you're you're taking off your old self, but you don't just stop there either. You don't just take it off because because now what are you? You're just bringing up the analogy of you can hone in on the good, whatever it's called, good life. <laughs> I don't right, know. right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars nerd, <laughs> um, and so. Scripture is saying the same thing. Put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Filthiness, your your moral defilement, your spiritual stains. That's your old self. Take it off. That's not you anymore. Jesus makes us clean. We're a new creation, right? So you want to get rid of your anger? Take that stuff off through Christ. It's what Jesus does in our lives. It's the Holy Spirit working in us every day, sanctifying us and changing us. And then he goes on further, uh, in verse 20 121 and he says receive with meekness which is humility receive with humility the implanted word which is able to save your souls humbly accept something from God the correction the cleansing of your old self the new way of living which he commands for us you know <clears throat> uh probably, he's probably not talking to unbelievers on how to be saved here, um, but talking to believers, talking to us about allowing the word, allowing God's word, allowing the Holy Spirit, allowing others in our community to influence us, to be in all parts of our lives. We just talked about this at prayer meeting, to, to allow the Lord to be over all of our lives. So, so I
0: yep i was just gonna jump in real quick i read uh was reading something that you had sent me about uh, uh. um living pure and everything and <clears throat> one of the things that was mentioned <laughs> was uh um you know if you're in the word yeah you can't you can't be doing filthy evil things yeah if you're in the word regularly, and you can't be unrighteously angry <laughs> if you're in the word regularly, right? So how <laughs> yeah. how do you how do you fight that? How do you how do you put away the filthiness and the rampant wickedness? Be in the word. Be in the word, right? I mean, you you're yeah. you're ticked off and angry and you're just about to blow your top. Uh turn the little valve by reading some scripture, right? Just that little yeah. pressure valve.
1: Mm-hmm. That's all you need to get to the next. That's that's my <laughs>
0: that's my contribution,
1: so. Mine's more like a a semi Air (laughs) brakes. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, when you uh, when you look Jesus face to face, you can't help but be humbled because of who He is. And if you're looking, if you're in the Word, if you're looking Jesus face to face regularly, these you're still going to deal with anger. Let's not pretend that you won't. Right. You're still going to deal with anger, but guess what? each and every time it's going to get easier. You're As you go through this process, as you become more sanctified and more like Christ, you'll be able to deal with these. You'll be able to recognize that you're in trial. You'll be able to recognize the trigger and go, uh, oh, this is a trigger for me. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to reevaluate the trial, r- give it back to God in faith, and slowly but surely, um, we can rid anger of our lives James 1 22 25 goes on to specify just how we receive the implanted word and it's by doing it we don't just hear God's word we apply God's word right so let's apply God's word together all right let's how, how do we handle anger biblically we uh, in, in Ephesians it talks about being honest speaking the truth in love yeah this is where uh, We just think that, oh, they they (laughs) meant this, they meant that. Communication, which it seems, I don't know, too simple. One one way that I can get rid of a lot of my anger, maybe not with my kids, (laughs) is to communicate, to understand where other people are coming from, to understand the facts and their intentions. That's why I have such a hard time with small children.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Is they don't communicate. Talk to me.
1: (laughs) What were you thinking why you did that? (laughs) And then act. Don't react to something, but acting is purposeful. It's thought out. You need to be slow. You need to slow down and act. You need to put away this in your life. That's uh, where we get uh, 121, verse 121. Receive the word. Be in the word. Recognize that pattern. Trial, trigger, emotion, action. Let me say that again. Trial, trigger, emotion, action. Just recognizing that (laughs) will be be helpful. Absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, be angry at sin, but be angry at your sin first. You have to be angry at your sin first.
0: That's it for this episode of The Gathering Podcast. We appreciate your support. If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button,
1: share, and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review. But more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for the Gathering Breakfast, held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon, and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook from men like yourself.